Hey everybody, Destruction Reviews, we're back with another review. I'm Jeremiah, joined by my co-host, Jason, and today we're doing The Last Voyage of the Demeter. If you guys have not seen the movie, please note that there will be a lot of spoilers ahead and plot details, so pause the podcast and go see the movie, but if you want to continue and see what we think, obviously keep going. And just remember... Uh, Subscribe on Spotify, um, rate us, review, five stars would be great. One star would be great. Just be glad you're listening. Also, we do have a Facebook group page. Please join that and continue the conversation. So, The Last Voyage of the Demeter is uh, the newest movie in the story of Dracula. It is based off of one chapter of Bram Stoker's book, the chapter is called The Captain's Log. And essentially, nobody has really touched this in cinema. So I'm really excited that there's actually a new story, really, for Dracula. This one was directed by Andre Overdahl. It stars Corey Hawkins as Mr. Clemens, Aisling Francoisi as Anna, Liam Cunningham as Captain Elliot, David Dasmalchian as Mr. Wojciech, <laughs> and uh, Javier Botet as the monster Dracula. Jeremiah, mm-hmm. what were your initial thoughts coming out of the theater? My initial thoughts, I was uh, very pleased. I think this was a very good movie. Um, and like you said in the intro, uh, no one's ever done this before. No one's ever done Dracula on a boat before. <laughs> <laughs> so that that alone... Uh, pretty much pulled me in. But once I got there and actually started to watch the movie, very good movie, man. Very good movie. Uh, they had some some interesting things in there, some interesting takes. Um, and Dracula himself, I felt like, um, was probably the most unique version of Dracula I've ever seen. Um, very unique version of Dracula. Nice. I would agree. I think one of the biggest takeaways from this movie was... Dracula. Uh, they made him ominous. They made him scary. And they made him so fast. <laughs> like, there were there were moments in that movie where you're just like, oh, you know, right. like, like, these people have no chance. <laughs> Sometimes he moves so fast you couldn't even see him, right. man. He was extremely <laughs> fast. <laughs> and like, and, and this is um, something that there's been so many old people that have played Dracula over the years. Mm. Like, Bela Lugosi was old, and um, Gary Oldman was old-er at the time when he did it in the 90s. And, yeah, it's it's great to see a dangerous Dracula. Mm. Um, w- one of the things that I liked coming out of that theater was just um, the... It felt like an old school horror movie to me. Like it wasn't gory. I mean, yes, there there was definitely uh blood and guts and we'll talk about that. But like it wasn't like a saw movie or it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't just like gore to be gore. It was frightening uh and it was uh such a fresh take on a simple story mm-hmm. that I was intrigued the whole time. 
uh, I would have to agree with you, man. Uh, the fact of the, the the part about you saying it was like an old school, uh, old school scary movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally wouldn't know that much about them, but what I will say is this is a scary movie. Uh, very different from what I'm used to seeing. Like you said, lots of blood and guts. There was that in there, but it wasn't focused around the blood and guts. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of story. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was just it was it was a good movie, man. Really, Dracula, man, he was so fast. <laughs> he was fast, and that I, I feel like that is part of the um, the the scariness of the movie was. He was so fast. It was like you turn your head and, you know, he could have you, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it was like he could just show up at any second. He oh, was man. so fast. Yep. That was really good. He was he was fast. He was quiet. He was very deliberate. And, like, when he chose to kill someone, uh, I don't think anybody got away. I think yeah. everybody he attacked, he successfully killed. I don't think anybody got away. And that's interesting because somebody always gets away. Somebody always gets away. And I don't think anybody got away. Well, Mr. Clemens got away. Mr. Clemens got away. Uh, he, he he did scratch Mr. Clemens on the face mm-hmm. uh, towards the end. And I think Anna, um, she, she um, oh, I'm she, sorry, I'm drawing she, a blank. She, she eventually died. Yeah, but she, she but. was able to take Dracula's attention away from Clemens. Yep. But mm-hmm. everybody else that he <laughs> that he went after, you know, met their end. Right. He mauled <laughs> man, he mauled several people <laughs> in the movie. And uh that was that was great, man. He was a uh very frightening character. Not he wasn't and I felt like the way they um like his design, mm-hmm. he was more monster than human, and I feel like you rarely see that. Usually, he's more human than monster, right? But in this one, he was uh, very much so a monster. <laughs> and I think that was one of the biggest takeaways for me was the makeup and design and the prosthetics of of the of Dracula. Like he looked like like the undead, like the undead. <laughs> just yeah, just. The teeth and the eyes and mm-hmm. and his skin and it was just it was very frightening and I I thought like mm-hmm. this is a movie I so I'm watching it and I thought you know if this was in black and white this would still be just as scary oh yeah like it was just it, it was well produced it was well shot like it was presented in a way that whether it was black and white or color like. I'm hooked and I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like if it was if it was in black and white, it might have even been more scary because of uh, all of the darkness. Mm-hmm. I feel like the color, you know, some sometimes it got a little bright. Yeah, but if it was in black and white, man, yeah, it it was pretty much nonstop horror, man. It was nonstop. You, I, I feel like you were never comfortable. In the movie, mm. you know what I mean. Yes. There was never a moment where you were like not wondering where he was or what he was doing or what he was planning next or who right. was going to get it next. It yep. was uh it was yeah, it was frightening, yeah. man. It really yeah. was. That is that's <laughs> that's an excellent turn of phrase because the anticipation in this movie mm-hmm. added to the tenseness of it. Like like who's going to get it or 
or who's next. Right. And is anyone going to survive? Yes. And is because it, it, it got to a point where because he 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 killed every everything they attacked, he killed. So it got to a point where it was like, okay, is the next person he attacks even going to put up a fight? <laughs> <laughs> because man, he was just mauling people. Man, they they, they had they had no chance. So along those lines of of killing everybody he met, one thing this movie does that really I know people are going to maybe raise their eyebrows at is, you know, Dracula not only kills a dog, Mm. but he also brutally uh, kills a young child, Mm -hmm. young boy that we know we knew going into it. Pretty much, no one's gonna survive. Right, but you just never knew. Didn't, right, didn't see the little boy come. And then, you know, they're not shy. They didn't shy away from showing us what was happening with that kill. <laughs> and I don't know if people, I don't know if people who watch this or who will watch this will. I don't know if that scene will turn people away mm. or will, will will get people more interested into it. Like it, like oh sh- you know oh snap like right. like this is for real. Like Dracula's not playing around. It's I feel like it makes it a uh, an acquired taste because the scene where he handles a little boy is very gruesome. Uh and it could be a little gut-wrenching man because you rarely see the kids get it the way that mm-hmm. that kid got it. I mean, he he got killed just as ruthlessly as as, the, as any of the other victims. And I felt like I loved it. I loved it because, you know, I'm going to see a scary movie. I want to see no holes, no holes barred. Right. You know, I want to see him go after everybody. But I didn't even know it would be a little kid in the movie. But the fact that there was a kid in the movie and then he just went after him. And he wasn't like the last one to die. Right. You no, know, he wasn't the very first one to die, but he wasn't the last one to die either. And uh, that was crazy. So you had time to really sit back and digest the fact that he doesn't care if you're an animal or a human being. Mm-hmm. And he definitely doesn't care what, how how old you are. He right. doesn't care. He's just looking for, you know, some blood. Looking for some blood. It was uh, That was a true... I felt like him killing the little boy made it a true Dracula horror film. Because... You know, nobody's safe from Dracula. Right. You know what I mean? And in a lot of movies, Dracula spares, you know, certain people for whatever reason. There's been multiple Dracula movies. And usually someone gets spared or pull on his heartstrings a little bit. There was none of that, man. There was none of that. Uh, I mean, did he even talk? He said a few lines, right? The lines he... I believe... Was it... Was it Clemens or even was it uh, Mr. Wojcik? Somebody said, like, I'm not afraid. Right. And I think he responded, you will you be. Will, yeah, you will be. Yep. That was the only thing I could understand. Yep. I think that was like, I think he had one more line, but it was like a one word line. Yeah. But yep, that, that line about someone, yep, someone said to him, like, I don't, I'm not scared of you. And he, yep, he said, you, you will be. And he didn't say it like a human would. Right. He said it was like very like animal, mm-hmm. animalistic type thing. He sounded and looked like an animal, or well, like a bat. Because we're giving spoilers. Uh, his 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 character design mm-hmm. was like a giant 
humanoid bat right literally like his wings were connected to his arms and yeah. his legs so that was really cool yeah, that was that... really cool and you know what else interested man they made him so undead that he looked extremely weak yeah he mm-hmm. looked extremely weak and pale and just like this fragile thing like like one of the first his one of his first victims he he could barely even kill the guy do you remember that how he was like he was crawling on the ground and he could barely move but then he jumped on that guy. Yes, remember that, right? And because it was the one on the uh, on the on the deck, right? Yep, yep. And that was very interesting. That was very interesting. But yet again, I feel like they made it was speed over strength, mm-hmm. which you rarely see. Usually, when they do Dracula, he's really strong. You know, he's always using his strength to his benefit. That's how he gets you. He's so strong, you can't you can't overpower him. You can't fight him. But this time, it was like he was more of a hunter, a predator, and he used his ability to stay very quiet with extreme speed to get people. And that was interesting to see. That was really, that was really scary. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> you know, it really was. That was really scary. Because he was quiet <laughs> as a cat, man. Yeah. And by the time he turned your head, he was like right up on you. Oh. So, man, it, that, was, that, was, that was crazy. That was crazy. One of the other things I liked about the film was its grittiness, like it its dirtiness. Mm-hmm. You know, we're on a boat, we're on, you know, it's it's eight it's late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Romania, you know, sh- uh, ship. And so like there was um Anna gets so the character of Anna is like Dracula's familiar. Mm-hmm. He feeds on her and he put her in a crate to take over to London and was probably, you know, going to use her to, to feed on either on the boat or once they, once he got there, once he got there. And when they bring her out, she's dirty. She's grimy. Um, there's blood transfusions, which I mean, it's already just dirty. You're like, Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Very unsterile. (laughs) (laughs) But like, even in the daylight, when we look at her, even the crew, it's like, like I feel like I'm in it with them. Yeah. <laughs> and this isn't like a sterile inv- like this isn't a sterile ship. This isn't like this isn't Hollywood. This is right. this looks like this could have really been a documentary. Right. Cuz I think even when they I mentioned to you in the theater when he started doing the blood transfusions, I was like, dude, like he got an IV. I'm like, "Whoa." That kind of surprised me cuz it seemed that was to be. It seemed like an IV would be extremely high tech back then. Yeah. So I was just like, dude, is that an IV? I just didn't. I couldn't believe he was like putting an IV in her arm, doing a blood transfusion. That was interesting. That was interesting. Yeah, Clemens is a a, a Cambridge learned uh, doctor mm-hmm. who who was very was very smart or very faith based, mm-hmm. uh, which was really interesting dynamic in the film. Oh, no, no, no! I'm sorry. He was the scientist. He was the scientist. He was the scientist. The the, the faith based guy was the um the guy who got the little boy killed. Yeah. The, or or the, the little boy's dad, right? The yeah. Captain the, the, the captain. Ship. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had these different theories going on between, you know, is there a demon on the ship? Is there a devil on the ship? And Clemens is trying to prove scientifically, um, the the crime investigations of like the livestock murder or Mm -hmm. the crew murders like you know somebody bit this person or something bit this person it it has to be real right it can't be the devil 
And I'm going to say it right now, but one of the things that throughout this movie, I kept going, why doesn't she do anything? <laughs> Is if Anna knows all of what's happening, and she even tells the crew, like, mm -hmm. like he's here, you all need to leave. Like, uh -huh. that's the first thing she says to that them. That was, like, the only thing she did. <laughs> and then they didn't believe it, and then they, they went off, and then everyone got killed. Right. But then she doesn't, like, she doesn't continue to be like, no, we need to leave, right. or we need to, we need to put him in daylight. Because when one of the guys gets tied to the mast, mm -hmm. and then the sunlight comes on and he burns up... Mm -hmm. Why don't they? <laughs> why don't they take the crates into the sunlight, into the sunlight and, and end this? <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was like a um, kind of a foreshadow of you know you, you really can't defeat him. I mean, he's Dracula. You know, maybe it's like you know maybe maybe there's nothing that she could do. To, uh, maybe she couldn't do anything more but warn them. And you know what was interesting to me about the the scientist Clements, mm -hmm. he kind of remind me of like modern day what happens with like um uh like like take UFOs for instance. You know people see things and they're like no way, you know right no way because science won't allow it. And then you got other people who's like you know either no way or yes because of religion you know some people just won't even think about it because of, so that was interesting to see uh it was like one of those i don't know like uh it was i don't know like modern day it would be like you were hunting down bigfoot nobody right. believes it but if he starts killing a whole bunch of people then where are we now or maybe oh a few years ago some people looked at covid right you know is the science real or is it just it, right you know made up mm-hmm and uh, so that was very, very interesting. And, you know, not only that, but Dracula, they they made him because I just couldn't get over the fact that he wasn't like this physically powerful guy. Like, of course, he, he was very powerful, like when he bust through the, the underneath the ship and he yeah. broke through the cage. But then like he, that was like the only display of real strength. Do you remember any other displays of strength? Like oh like like un like unreal human strength, you know what I mean? Like did you do you remember any other displays of strength? I'm thinking, so mm -hmm. just to let the audience know, I don't want dead air, but <laughs> there was be, be, No, because he he I guess the I guess the short answer is no because he used a lot of his cunning mm -hmm. and his he used the shadows to his advantage and, and the fear mm -hmm. that the crew was getting into. He was using that to his advantage. So would you say he was smarter than normal? Would you say he was, um, was that one of his gifts? Him, he was very smart. Because he, he came off as like very uh, tactical. It always seemed like he was one step ahead of them all. Yes. You know what I mean? But they never showed, you know what I mean? Like planning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was just like. Naturally, very intuitive. He was a hunter, to be honest. He's just like a predator. He's like a, you know, what I mean, a. Uh, he was just a top of the pack predator, and uh, <clears throat> like the food chain, man. <laughs> like the humans, they just couldn't keep up. The only time that there was definitely a strength advantage to him is when he had the little boy. Yes, uh, but against the other human, the full-grown humans, mm -hmm. he. 
he didn't have a strength advantage. He, he think he, I think he had the tactical advantage. Mm-hmm. And Anna even said, like, everyone in my village is dead because of him. Yep. Or, or she, you she, know. She said that the reason why he was going to, uh, where was he going again? London. London is because there were no more people to kill yeah. where he came from. Right. And, th- and that was interesting right there <laughs> because i was like what does she mean by that did he right. know did, did he take out the entire country what, what did she that's how that i took great. it me too because like she you know she obviously came from a village or whatever but you know you would just think that he would hop to the next village so it was like did he kill everyone in their country or i just don't know where they were where they were going with that but i, I feel like it was cool it was cool it was cool because it, it led to um just more scary, man. Yeah. Just it was it was just more frightening stuff to think about when you thought about this dude. And he maybe he became a better hunter by going through all those people. Okay. And maybe he learned human tendencies. Right. Because if we're to at some point this Dracula was a human at some point. So mm-hmm. yeah, and he was a uh, he was he was a he was a he was a leader, he was a like a a prince, you know, like mm. the like the leader of a country or leader of a army or whatever. Mm. So, of course, now, of course, I'm thinking I might be getting all of my Dracula history mixed up, okay. different <laughs> movies. But like, if we're to believe, so this is a universal picture. Okay. And the last Dracula movie they made uh, that I recall was um, it was the one. Was it Dracula two thousand one? No, it was. It was after that. It was. Um, it's where he he took on like an army, like of like five hundred guys by himself. Oh, okay. That's like one of the, the more really really recent ones. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm a if if there's a if there if this was a sequel to that, mm-hmm. then he was a very skilled tactician, mm-hmm. which would lead to his hunting on the ship. Now that would make sense. Because, like you said in the movie before, he was like a soldier prince type dude. I think he was, yeah, he was definitely a leader of some type of people. Yeah, I'm trying to remember back to that movie, but yes, I think he was like a king or a prince, also a soldier. Yes, because because he went and found, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the Dracula powers in yep. a cave. Yep. He was asking the guy to help him so he could defeat that army. Yep. So I do remember that absolutely. Um, and, uh, so I think, um, I think that it's, um, because he looks so pale and so, so, um, deathly, mm-hmm. you know, I think he was getting his strength because he was probably in that coffin for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just. I'm search. I'm looking up that movie because I. I need to know the name of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. It is Dracula Untold. Yes. And who was the guy? Who Luke with- Evans? Luke Evans. Yep. Who? Um, S- silky black hair guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was, and he was a star of the Hobbit movies. If you've seen those. Yep. Um, and I was really looking forward to that movie being really 
good and like a, a springboard for him as as like the next leading guy. Okay. And it just people just crapped on it. And I don't know why. I liked that movie. Man. I did too. <laughs> I, I enjoyed I like that movie. I've seen it a few times since the theater. Okay. And I've enjoyed it every time. <laughs> I like that movie. I really did. Now, one thing I want to ask you is this. Because I also didn't see this, and me and you both kind of thought this is the way we're going to go. I, I especially did. I didn't see him transform into more of a human-type being. He pretty much stayed... Um, he got stronger. Um, his mobility like improved. He wasn't crawling the whole movie. But he never really turned full human. Right. Or really, he never... He never transformed at all. I I I I don't remember him uh like morphing more human as the story went on as he killed more people. Did you see any of that? No. Um <clears throat> he the last shot of the film when Clemens is in London mm. at a restaurant and we hear the the knock mm-hmm. um that signals Dracula still in his life. And the camera pans to the figure of Dracula in the shadows. Mm -hmm. And he's in a trench coat and a hat. And he still has his uh, monster face. Mm -hmm. So he he doesn't transform at all. That's interesting. Now, what's really fun with with this line of of thought is because this really is a new storyline of Dracula and Clemens is a new character and we don't they could tell multiple stories from this movie. Do you think this could or should get a sequel? I think it most definitely should. It most definitely should. Um, man, when you think when when I think about uh, how good the, the story was, how original it was, this was such a unique take. I feel like they could have massive success in a sequel to this. And 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 that's interesting too because usually Dracula movies are like one and done. Yep. You know what I mean? There you, you usually get a Dracula sequel, but I feel like they pulled this one off. And if they wanted to, they could easily do a sequel, man. It could be Clements on the hunt in London for Dracula, which is also a throwback to some of the older Dracula tales. Yep. And, and that's where I think they were leading it. And you know, so you got a scientist. He's been around. He he knows Dracula. You know, he knows his tendencies. He yep. knows what weakens him. He knows, you know, kind of sort of how he hunts. Now, what's interesting is they never showed how to kill him. Besides the fact that sunlight weakens him. Right. Crosses had no effect. Uh, there was no mention of, like, garlic or um, silver, anything like that. None of that was in the picture. It was just sunlight. So was, if that's his only weakness, a sequel would be really cool because how are you going to defeat that guy? Oh, so so much to do from that. There was a scene when they were where they were going through the crates that Clemens or one of the one of the crew members stabbed the the crate top with a wooden stake. Mm. He wasn't in there. Dracula wasn't in there. But I thought that was kind of a little wink, wink to mm-hmm. to Dracula fans. And maybe like didn't didn't Anna shoot Dracula? With did a she gun? She did. She actually did shoot him. And that's got silver in it. Yeah. I So it's like these little things that we all know as far as like tropes and Dracula and vampire movies. Right. But this one doesn't 
doesn't doesn't um, get hurt with that stuff. Yeah. Like the cross, it's I think I think he even held the cross. Yeah, in his right hand. in his face, yeah. right in his face, man. He was the, the guy. He was like, I rebuke you, demon. You know, he did the whole bit, yep. man. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Dracula didn't even bat an eye, man. And the same thing with the gun. Like, yeah, she got him, she hit him, but he didn't slow down. No. Not one bit. No. You know, so. <laughs> Interesting, man. If sunlight is the only way to beat him, I mean, that that would mean you're going to have to know where he is right. uh, to bring him out in the sunlight. And uh, that's going to be difficult because he's very, very, very fast. <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to hunt him down. I mean, at nighttime with the shadows, I don't see how you hunt him down. I really don't. I don't, uh, I don't. There's so many options, opportunities mm-hmm. for them to tell more stories off of this. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I, I'm really hoping, and I know, I know that this movie will not be making a lot of money. It just, mm-hmm. you know, Barbenheimer is taking a lot of people's right. money right now, so, um, which you know, obviously those are movies worth worth every penny. But, um, I think this is an acquired taste, man. I think May- this. I think it is. You know, this is a universal picture, so it's mm-hmm. going to end up on Peacock in a couple months. Okay. I think it's going to get a second life. Okay. I think because what are we? We're in. We're recording this. It's August. Eighteenth. Mm, Eighteenth now. You know, it could hit Peacock in October for Halloween, mm. and I, I think, think maybe people might come upon it. I agree with you. If uh, yeah, there are. Yep. That that would be perfect. Actually, now that I think about it. Yep. Halloween time on a streaming service, you yep. know, just chilling. Want to watch the scary film, yep. and everybody likes something new. Everybody right. likes Dracula. Yeah, you know, yeah, I can see that. And, I can see that, dude. And and like you mentioned earlier, man, the 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 effects, like the blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's shots where you know you're watching somebody gets their slow th- th- throat slit, and you see like the the blood curdling out of them as they're breathing their last breath mm. or the effects of like people getting burned. Yes. Oh my God. Like <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm standing there just, just in <laughs> awe of the special effects. Yeah. Jake, Jason is a special effects, uh, nerd. As we would <laughs> say, he really gets into the special effects. He really gets into it. And they were great, though. They were they great. Were great. The, the prosthetics, the 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 detail, like when Captain Elliot gets burned by his son mm. before they dump him over, and the the remnants of the the scars on his face and his arms, dude, I'm like, there is just it's something special about these horror movies. Like you can you know you can have Saw and you can have Final Destination and all these sort of like these shocking moments in movies that you're like, oh my gosh, that's, that's scary. But like when you're literally like watching (laughs) or or just seeing like, like how did this guy survive? And then he's just, he looks terrible or like, um, go, like you're saying Dracula is so quick and he'll cut somebody or like, you know, maul them or whatever. Or even when, when the kid gets like, when get kids get eaten and, and you know guys getting their face eaten off like it is <laughs> dude like like I, movie audiences I, I hope mm-hmm. I think most movie audiences don't appreciate it mm-hmm. because there's so much of like the torture porn type of, of horror movies like right. like hostile and 
and and those type of movies were like Saw. Like Saw. I hate to keep saying that over and over again, but it's 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 sort of the example of when people say, oh, I don't like horror movies because I don't like Saw or I don't like it's like, well, but horror, mm-hmm. real, real horrific movies or frightening movies are not getting, I think, the appreciation that it should be. And this is a movie that if you like to be scared, mm-hmm. if you like to be frightened, and, and, and then you're talking about faith and science, too, mm-hmm. in that movie – it's really, it's really good. Like the pacing of this movie, the anticipation of something happening. Right. <laughs> What's know? happening? So check this out. I got a question for you because now that you said that, I'm kind of going down this path. Uh-huh. So when it comes to horror films, yep. me personally, I prefer the way they pulled it off, which is, you know, instead of like a saw where. The movie itself isn't that scary, you know. There's, you're there's somebody they trapped you in the room, right. and now you have to get out. You might have to chop a finger right. off, you know. That's not, that's horrible, but it's not. Is it really scary? You know what I mean? Right. I felt like the Voyage of Demeter was scary. Like it made you feel, uh, just unnerved. Mm-hmm. You are. It was very unsettling. And I, you know, I, like instead of it being a, a dark film with some scary, gory parts, right. it was like a dark film with a dark story and also scary uh, and dark parts. I, I and uh, yeah, I just don't see scary movies too often like that. Mo- most of them are heavy on the gore. Even if you take Michael Myers, man, back in the day, Michael Myers, it used to be very scary. Yes, you know that guy. You, the last thing you ever wanted to hear when you were a kid was the Michael Myers music. <laughs> Why, though? Because he was scary. The movies were scary. You know, even, you know, Michael Myers is a very scary guy. But nowadays, they move more towards gore. Mm-hmm. You know, like in one of the most recent ones, he was like throwing combos and you know like <laughs> yeah. come on man michael myers doesn't fight man you know <laughs> he was like fighting he fought like a whole horde of people yep. and it's cool because the times are different but it just wasn't that traditional like back in the day michael myers with that knife and that slow walk and that music that was more than enough to like have you crap in your pants and i guess nowadays is that not enough is our people a little desensitized and they, they need the gore? Yes. I think, I, so. I think people are, it, it's a microwave mentality. I mm. mean, I was actually, before you brought it up, I was mm. actually going to bring it up that to me, the original 1978 Halloween okay. with Michael Myers, it is still one of the scariest movies <laughs> of all time for me. Like, I cannot, like, like, I, dude. I'll still watch them. I will be. I can watch all the sequels, and all the sequels are fun, and and they are scary or right. gory or whatever. But that first movie was so scary because of the anticipation, <laughs> right? He's, and him just waiting around the yeah. corner, or like, I remember right. I watched that movie when I was in, I was probably in eighth or ninth grade. Okay, it's the first time I saw that movie, which would have been in the nineties, but um. I was still walking home from school at the time. I lived pretty close to my school, so I could just mm-hmm. walk home. Right. So watching him like stalk, <laughs> you know, the high school girls. Right. 
uh, and then even the 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 middle the the bo- the the kids, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting there behind like a shrubbery or like right. watching you in school. Like that's scary. Scary. Dude. And that's I've <laughs> you know that is man. You know you just don't see that nowadays. No. You just don't see that. Like like you know like you said, uh, you know it didn't have to be so much gore. Right. And um. And so that, that was that that. Gore is cool. We all I love gore. I love gore. I love bloody love, scenes. I, I love I love good blood <laughs> horror killing too. Right, but it would be nice to be frightened throughout the movie right. instead of certain parts where you know it's building up, it's building up. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, you know this is really scary, and then it's like, okay, let's see the next scary part instead of just being like on edge, nonstop. Uh, so I felt like I, I appreciate that they did us a real service with that. It was scary. It was scary. It, it was scary because not only were we anticipating something happening to the crew, mm-hmm. but we were given enough time mm-hmm. to to learn who these guys were and kind of care about them or not care about them. Like, like the first guy that got it was kind of like the jerk of the crew. And so screw that guy. Yeah, and so we're like, yes, he's gone. <laughs> There's always one and, and who he's, deserves, and it. he's the first one. Right. But like everybody else who was on that crew, um, you know, who had their beliefs or had, who had their thoughts about what was happening, or you know, even like, you know, even the the little boy who whose father was the captain, like he wanted to be, you know, part of the crew. He wanted to watch the. The livestock, but then the livestock got killed, so he felt really responsible for that. And then, like, oh, he, what about what about Jason? Yeah, you see, it was just little things that he put in there, like little nuanced things that made you think and then would frighten you. Like when the guy he was sitting down there by himself, and Clemens walks up on him, and they're talking, and he's like. Man, I'm telling you, something is wrong on his boat. And Clemens is like, you know, I don't see anything. What are you talking about? And he's like, where are the rats? Oh, right. There are no rats. Yes. And then you sit there and you think like, yeah. did Dracula eat all the rats? Like, he's just eating everything. <laughs> he's and... already ate the dog, yep. all the livestock. He's eating <laughs> all the rats. Like, this guy, he just kills everything in sight. It, it really made you feel like nothing or no one was safe from Dracula. And I love that. I love that. Man, I, I took it as the rats left the ship. Mm. That's what I thought. Rats overboard. Rats overboard. Uh, I thought. But even then, like, that guy, the cook, mm -hmm. deeply believed in, you know, oh, we brought a a woman on board. She's bad luck. Now there's a demon. Now there's a demon. And now so-and-so is dead. And now our livestock is dead. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. And for this guy, the the cook was like, well, now the rats are gone. (laughs) So I'm out. I feel like the way they they the way they made the faith based people uh, bring across their um, beliefs into what was happening was very old school yeah. because it was kind of like an ignorant view on things. You know, mm. there was so faith based; yes. everything was a demon. Yes, you know, and I love or that. superstitious or right. Everything was a demon. Anything odd that happened, oh, it was a demon because of that. And then Clements was like the out cast like hey 
there's science behind this, you yeah. know. I, I got I went to Cambridge, you know. He was that, <laughs> he was that type of guy. I couldn't even believe they said that. Like, what? Cambridge? <laughs> and it's crazy. How long has Cambridge been around, man? Because he, that was like a big thing to them. Like, you went right. to Cambridge? Yeah. Like, holy I, smokes. I think this was set in, what, like, the late 1890s late, or Yeah, something? man, 1800s. Yeah, like, that might have been the first college. Right. Cambridge, <laughs> they've, been, they've been kicking and for a while. For man. anybody listening in, in London who went to Cambridge, <laughs> we don't know. We're right. We're just ignorant Americans. Yes. We don't know. <laughs> but we but we do know that Cambridge is a very renowned school. So very prestigious. Yes. Yeah, so so the, it was given that and we get it. Um but do you do you have anything? Well, let me start off. Mm-hmm. I have something uh not that I disliked, but I kind of didn't agree with. Okay. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. If I had to say one thing that I kind of didn't like was the teeth. Really? I didn't I didn't like Dracula's teeth. Instead of the classic uh two teeth, two front teeth with the fangs yeah. coming down, they were all like sharp. Yes. They were all like fangs. And I don't know how I felt about that, man. It, be all honest, it frightened me even more. That th- when I saw that he wasn't the typical Dracula with the fangs, I was really frightened. <laughs> because he was such a monster, dude. Yeah. He wasn't human at all, to be all honest. He right. wasn't human. I mean, that's my biggest take from it. They took him, instead of him being a human who can turn into a monster or had these monster-like powers, he was a monster who can disguise himself as a human. And that's way more scary. Yes. That's that's far, far scarier. And we were told that by Anna that he can look like a human, mm-hmm. but we never saw it. Um, so, mm-hmm. oh, man. Yeah, I mean, just some of the up-close shots of the face or mm-hmm. his mouth... That was scary, dude. <laughs> like, like I, I, you know, I mean, maybe we're repeating ourselves, and I apologize, but it just got to stress the good points. Man. It, it was just, you know, it's good to be scared. It's yeah. good to be frightened, especially you know, walking into this type of a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, we got we got what we wanted, right? Because <laughs> uh, what what are you expecting, really? You're expecting, you know. Some human-looking monster, yeah, you know, to kill a bunch of people, you know. So you know what you're getting, but it's it's refreshing when they put new spins on things like that. It really is. Great job, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, there wasn't. I mean, there there's there was a couple notes in my in my little dislikes list, but but nothing that. It's just it's just little little plot points. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I guess what this is the thing I disliked. It's more I look at it now and it's more almost kind of like a funny thing, but like the third act of the movie, like the the big finale, the crew has this entire plan oh, to kill Dracula. Like they <laughs> they are they are setting his his path out onto uh-huh. the deck. We're going to get him was it during the night or was it, it was during, during the night? Because they that's wanted, ridiculous. That like is, they wanted uh, to execute this plan in the dead of night. In the dead of night, <laughs> which already well, is just man. There like, were, I mean, we're in the night. We're in the eighteen hundreds. Okay, we, we, oh, God, there they don't have any electricity on the right. boat. Everything is candlelight. Yes, and uh, oh man, when the fog. Now, one thing that confused me a little bit. Okay. Was the fog, was that natural fog, or was it, like, something ominous? I think he brought that in. Okay. I was wondering about that. Like, yeah, this the fog comes in, mm-hmm. throws them off. Mm-hmm. I mean, ugh. Anna's whole job in this plan was to stay at the... the <laughs> I, 
I, I don't I don't boat, so I'm just gonna say steering wheel. I don't know if that's the right term. Right. But she was supposed to stay at the wheel. Right. And draw his attention <laughs> so that Clemens or even uh Wojciech could uh-huh. come and oh no, they were gonna they, shoot him from the crow's right. nest. They they were way up in the <laughs> air with nothing nothing anchoring them down. Yeah. yeah. Oh Wojciech and um Abrams were up in the crow's nest. Not a good plan. And like the fog comes in. And the first thing they do, she walks away from the wheel. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. And I think, and then at that point, it was like, what are they doing? Right. It's like, you all deserve to the, die then. I, man, the, the plan, <laughs> I knew, like, it was, it was interesting to see them come up with this plan. Because the whole time I'm thinking, like... Well, that isn't going to work because they were doing like <laughs> simple stuff. Like they they nailed the little uh, the little grate or whatever he was busting through, yeah. which was wood. <laughs> it wasn't even steel. It was wood. They like nailed it down. Like, come on, he's going to bust through that. They had like another plan where like blocking off. Like, come yeah. on, this isn't going to work. Like some stuff he was just too fast for or too strong for. Right. You know. So I don't know if it was like you know like a hint that hey. It's eighteen hundreds. This is the best they can do. You but know? if she, but they, the the it didn't even start yet, and they already <laughs> left their posts. Yes, and already like the fog scared them enough. The, the to, I plan guess, completely failed. Ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like, and I don't. I, it, it 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 literally he literally killed everyone involved in that plan. <laughs> everyone involved in that plan immediately. Dispatched immediately. <laughs> it was crazy. But you know what's cool about that plan? He brought the wings out. Yes. Got four shots oh my God. of the wings. That looks so cool. That was cool. Four shots of the wings. Oh. And he was even fast in the air. I just yeah. can't. I, maybe I'm repeating myself too much by saying how fast he was. Mm-hmm. But man, he was lightning quick. Seriously. So good. <laughs> he was quick. So good. He even, he even and he, he didn't let anyone escape. There were no... No prisoners taken. Even the guy who tried to like abandon ship, yep, and like, you know, run off on the rest of the crew. He even got it. Yep, you know. So it was like uh, he didn't take any prisoners. He didn't leave any survivors. Um, you know. Well, Clemens survived. Clemens survived. Clemens did survive. Clemens survived mm-hmm. once the boat was blown up, mm-hmm. or, or once the boat crashed, <laughs> and he's floating on part of the mast, mm-hmm. and Anna, who's been bitten. <laughs> Takes the entire, there's a giant raft piece that she is like sitting on or being tied to. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm going to die. And you didn't appreciate that. (laughs) No, man. I mean, come on. Like, this is like, this is like the Titanic, right? Right. Where Rose could have put Jack on that board. Mm -hmm. And it just, why didn't she put Jack on that board? I know. She could have fit him. Lord. Man. Yeah, Clemens should have had the bigger, bigger, the bigger uh, floating device. And when, now you brought up a point like maybe he didn't want her to drown mm. and maybe he wanted her to suffer more in the sun. Maybe. But I don't know, man. Like even my wife who went to the show, she was like, This is just like Titanic. Like, <laughs> yeah. like why does she get this whole giant raft? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now now one thing was interesting that they didn't try to they didn't they never came up with a plan to like put him in the water. Maybe that would have worked. Right. Never, never came up with a plan of like, like you just know, drown him. Yeah, just drown him, or and maybe, maybe he could have like, with the reflection of the sun, mm. that that could have got him under the water. Very interesting. Yeah, they could have. It's not. 
it's 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 hard for me to find dislikes because I in general I really like the movie, right. the entire movie. Yep. But if anything I didn't like was the teeth, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that as a, a super bad thing because it was still cool. But I was just like, yikes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yikes, yikes, yikes. This isn't the Dracula that I know. Right. And then the plan to defeat him. It was just, it was awful, man. It was awful. <laughs> I mean, it, it was great to see him take them all down, you know, but the plan was just right. god awful, man. <laughs> god awful. It's like, you know, let's go and we're going to fight these alligators. Well, how are we going to do it? Oh, we're going to jump in the swamp with them and go under. Like, no, you're going to bring that alligator onto, at least onto the land, right. you know? So, yeah, that could have been done. Well, I think I think I know your answer to this, but Mm -hmm. before we uh, as we wrap it up, Jeremiah, do you recommend The Last Voyage of the Demeter? No doubt. (laughs) I would recommend this. This is a um, let's see on a scale from one to ten as frightening. I think. Okay, when I think of scary movies. Uh, Blair Witch, that's more of a scary type thing. Yeah. So if we set the bar at Blair Witch scary. Is Blair Witch a 10 for you? Is that what you're saying? Uh, like, like what's a 10 for a scary a 10? movie? Oh. You say you're the most scariest movie you could think of. Uh, some of the Chainsaw Massacres are really scary. Okay. Um, so I would, I would, I would say if we're going maximum scary level some of the chainsaw massacres are very scary i think blair witch is a very scary movie yep so i would put that right up there freddy's are really scary mm-hmm. freddy is a really scary character um but yeah he was really scary scary man <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten mm-hmm. what what would you put the demeter at a solid nine okay solid nine because I felt like it would have made it even more scary if they would have tried to take him down in the daytime yes. and it didn't work. Oh, yeah. That would have made him, like, yeah. absolutely terrifying. <laughs> 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 because, and you know, who knows? That might be a surprise they're saving for the next right. movie. Man, I hope so. You know? I really enjoyed this movie. I was thoroughly entertained. I was frightened. I was on the edge of my seat. I... I was scared. I was <laughs> I was uncomfortable with some of those, you know, brutal killings, yeah. which which is a sign of a good movie. Right. You know, um if I'm ranking this out of a 10, uh, I'd give it a solid 8. Okay. It, now, what what are some of the scariest movies for you? Uh Halloween, 1978's Halloween. Okay. Uh that's a 10 out of 10. Um I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look on my on my letterbox. Uh, <laughs> Halloween's are are generally very scary, though. Yeah, I you know um, Michael Myers is one of the all time scariest characters. Absolutely, you know he's man. Because that's you know when I th- when I think of like ultimate horror mm-hmm. movies, uh, you know Halloween to me is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. I uh, I really like um, you know the first. The first Nightmare on Elm Street, um, uh, the the actually the you know the first uh, the first Friday the Thirteenth for me okay. is one of my favorite scary movies because it is it is uh, it's it's good mystery movie mm-hmm. but like it's freaking scary like <laughs> the, again it's the anticipation right uh, Jaws. 
Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, you know, and again, it's the same theme we're talking about where it's that it's frightening because you don't see it or you're anticipating it. Mm-hmm. That's freaking scary. It is. Um, it's, 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 it's hard. To, it's kind of hard to deal with that while you're watching a movie, yeah. you know. I will also say the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Dude, that movie is so <laughs> you talk about uncomfortableness. Right. Like like I th- like that movie was so disturbing to me. Now was he peeling faces in that one? <sighs> so this one was I mean we're talking this is the original one where mm-hmm. like the the like the the hippie bus gets like oh stranded okay. or whatever. Okay. And, like, he starts killing off the, the crew, mm-hmm. and then the girl, the final girl is, like, she gets kidnapped, and then she's, like, she's, like, uh, at the dinner table with the mm-hmm. with the family, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's <laughs> That's so, scary, and man. she, you know, her only escape is diving out the window. <laughs> Dude. Oh, uh, a dinner with a table full of cannibals. Yeah. Oh, my God, Lord, dude. Like, nice. I just, I'm, oh, and Grandpa. <laughs> Yeah. So like Silence of the Lambs, that's a ten for me. That's a good one. The Fly. Okay. Uh, you know the first Scream is is a ten, but that's you know that that's a that's hard as a as a like a thriller movie because Scream is so sort of like mm-hmm. fourth wall breaking. Right. So like without all the movies we just mentioned, Scream doesn't happen. Right. So. You know, it's an eight for me, and and, and it's because uh, some of the things I do like about this movie is the pacing, but also it does stretch it out a little bit. Mm. And I hate, I you know, I love the movie, but if I'm being critical and if I'm being honest, mm. I don't think this movie, this movie suffers if it loses a half hour. Mm. Because you don't get to tell the story. I would agree. But I think, for me, it hinders a little bit because it is a little too long. Okay. Uh, not that I... I mean, I do like long movies. I mean, Oppenheimer was, what, three hours? Yeah. And we love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this was just... I think part of kind of what you were saying of... We didn't get enough. Mm. Right? We didn't get enough Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um and and maybe that's like the the charm of this movie was that we didn't see him mm-hmm. but also it's like he was just a monster like if this movie was called the batman or you know death on the sea or right. you know the De- the demeter or whatever like and there was no dracula right. that we know i think it'd be like an excellent movie okay but there is preconceived cons- expectations when it's dracula um, I don't know. I went back and forth on an eight or a nine and I know like, who cares, right? If right. you're listening to this, <laughs> but like, I, you know, you know, maybe if we revisited this movie in a few months, I might say it's a nine, but I, I think my initial thought was an eight because of some of the plot points that we've discussed mm-hmm. where if in the third act we're going, dude, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> like, how, like how dumb are you now after all of this? And you're right. still not like doing what you need to do what you need to do mm-hmm. so it's like it's like those characters were strong and then they just i don't know they all got dumb right and right. And, and that sort of like tips it a little bit for me okay. okay but again it was awesome yes it was awesome we could have seen more dracula they could have put yeah. because he he did pick and choose his spots 
uh, it was very meticulous the yeah. way he went about it. You know what I mean? He, um, it was like once those opportunities came up, he took them. You know what I mean? But he had to he had to have an opportunity first. He wasn't like a bloodthirsty kill kill he wasn't like bloodthirsty to the point where he's like coming in front of a crowd of people and he's gonna snatch this one guy and everybody sees him. It was like, no. Yeah. This guy's alone or the or these two guys are out here, but one is looking that way, he's gonna go snatch this guy. Yep. You know? So he was he was very methodical in the way he did things, which led me to believe that he was very smart. Very smart. I think that's all I have for, uh, <laughs> for this episode, Jeremiah. Yeah, that's all I got too, man. Go see Voyage of Demeter. Very good movie. Uh, you're going to like it, especially if you like scary stuff. Halloween's coming up not too long from yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Probably going to be on Peacock since it's Universal. Yep. And, uh, yep, you're going to like this one, guys. Once again, thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, let us know what you think. I, there is, um, I think there's ways you can let us know what you think on Spotify. Otherwise, hit us up on the Facebook group, and we're going to get our other socials going and things like that. But um, until then, um, remember, kids, ask your parents' permission before subscribing. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah, why don't you send us out? All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Everybody who comes to join, once again, I'm Jeremiah, along with my co-host, Jason Knuth, and we are Destruction Reviews. We'll see you guys next time.